We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mike Tomlin, he is a national treasure, and I'm wondering if some of the fearer some of those people calling for him to be fired as head coach of the Steelers in week number six when he's attempting to replace a Hall of Fame quarterback. If some of those uh, opinions have maybe died down or cooled for now, I'm sure that they will be revived before long. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I always go back and answer as many questions as I can over the course of Wednesday, whether it be on Facebook or Twitter, A-Law Radio, and After Hours CBS. So if your question did not get answered, I will attempt to answer it if it doesn't require a novel. Okay, so sometimes the questions just can't be answered in a couple of sentences. But thank you for all of them. It's our staple on the Hump Show. We even tried to move it a couple of times, but it just, it doesn't fit anywhere else. It fits right where it has been for now going on nine years. We are live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. So you know our social media. I do believe our TD of the Week poll has closed, but as always, you can uh, respond to anything that we talk about on the show here, or you can follow us in either one of our social media sites. I was actually talking to Producer Jay about this earlier. Our, our YouTube channel has lain, lain, laid, has gone dormant. <laughs> our, let's see, has, has been dormant, has laid dormant, has lain dormant. That's, I'm going to have to look that up. Generally, I'm pretty on point with my grammar and with my syntax, but, uh, you know, lie and lay, those get interchanged all the time. Anyway, it's it's not really important, except Wayne's that I'm, a word. I'm, I know it's a word. I just don't know if it should be laid dormant or lane dormant, you goofball. You didn't know lane was a word? No, I knew it was a word, but I mean, it, it, it says here, I'm just looking more into it, mm-hmm. it says more referring to a person or animal. So lie is person animal lie laid lane okay so then it would be laid dormant or i should just use gone dormant (laughs) it's been dormant now for a few months (laughs) because we've been so busy with the fall and, and with football but we do have some plans mentioned it to start the show Uh, I feel like this is a really bad idea to give each of us knives to carve a pumpkin, but we also think it would be highly entertaining since neither one of us knows how to carve a pumpkin. And uh, we'll we'll turn that into a YouTube video with Halloween coming up. Uh, But yeah, so I was asking Jay, like in addition to our YouTube channel, should we be adding other social media? Because I have 
friends sometimes who say to me, do you have Instagram? Or they call it Insta. Well, depending on if they're cool or not. Uh, and then we also have suggestions for doing TikTok. Or I had a Snapchat for a while. Just but made I, my first TikTok. See, I mean, if he can do it, then we should maybe consider it. But I just, we can't. There's only two of us, and we've already got more work every day than we can handle. And so <laughs> it, we're going to have to stick with YouTube, podcast, Twitter, and Facebook. That's just how you're going to have to reach us. And so if it means we're not cool because we don't have TikTok or an Insta account, which I kind of feel like Insta is a lot of pictures, is it not? It's mostly all pictures and a couple of videos here or there. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I do like YouTube, though. And Jay's the one that got me uh, into doing unique and original videos for our YouTube channel. So I told him, that's it. We're either going to shut it down or we're going to do a new one, one or the other. And so he reluctantly agreed and suggested we should carve a pumpkin. I just want everyone to know when it goes horribly wrong, it was Jay's idea. So if you haven't checked out our YouTube video, you can do that. It's also named after the show. If you don't know the name of the show, man. I mean, I, I try to repeat it for those people who are in and out, in and out. <laughs> there are people every day, though, who go on our social media and don't know the name of the show. I've even had friends before. This is a classic example. A, a radio host in Memphis who invited me on his show, and he actually introduced me by saying, her name is Amy Lawrence from CBS Sports Radio, host of the Amy Lawrence Show. And I was like, what? That, first of all, that sounds awful. And second of all, I am generally morally opposed to shows that have nothing but your name and the word show in it because I think it's so unoriginal. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, I'm, I prefer the the creative and the cutesy. Um, but, yeah, the Amy Lawrence show, that was a friend of mine. Didn't know the name on, of the show. Exactly. Seriously. We're not that tight anymore for obvious reasons. Um, so, Yeah. We want you to know what you're listening to, and we want you to find us on social media so you can do all that with one neat little title, if in fact you do know the title. Jay, how are we going to carve a pumpkin? With the pumpkin carving kit. I got to look I got to look into it. I'll what? go on Amazon and see No, uh, I have knives. We do not I'm, need new knives. I think they're special knives. You do not knives. think your family has knives in the kitchen? No, we got plenty of knives. We got these new actually like really nice like knives that cut anything, but it's I don't. It's just a pumpkin. It's not a. It's not a noggin. It's not someone's brain. I think. I think no, they're different. No, we're not. It's you need like that. The teeth on them. I like, have serrated knives. I know, but I don't think use. I think there's specific pumpkin carving knives. Unless they just want to sell the kit, okay, and that's how they get you. You're making but. that up. No, no. I've you never seen them. I've seen a pumpkin carving kit. Have you ever seen it anywhere online where it indicates that it's only for carving pumpkins? Well, the, what, the kit, the knife that comes with the kit? The knife, yes. I would assume you're not going to cut a steak with it, but it's for pumpkins. No, no, you can use the same type of knife to cut a pineapple. You ever cut pineapples? No. But. Okay. Pineapples have an even harder outer shell than do pumpkins. Same thing with crusty bread. You use a serrated knife to, to cut into your crusty bread. This is just, no. All right, you Google it. Pumpkin carving kit. Five-piece Halloween pumpkin carving kit. And what's in it? Let's see. The, the title Did is... Did they send e the pumpkin? No, it does not come with the pumpkin. I mean, that's ridiculous. If it doesn't come with the pumpkin, we're not yeah, buying it. It's got that, like, skinny kind of swordfish nose-looking knife. I have one of those. You sure? Yeah, yes, a I'm scoop. sure. It comes with a scoop. Comes what, with... what does the scoop look like? Couldn't we just use a small cup? You could, but it's not official. Uh, 
Oh, okay. For that reason, it needs to be. We need to spend money for it to be an official pumpkin it's carving gotta, kit. It's got to be official. Is this going to be my Christmas present early? Halloween present. In Halloween? Yeah, right. When was the last time you did Halloween presents? This year. If I, <laughs> if I make you pumpkin s'mores, will you spring for the Halloween pumpkin carving kit? I'll, I'll get the kit. I'll secure the Halloween carving will kit. Will you? Yes. And I'm going to bring my own knife just so we each have one. No, I'm going to get two kits. Because no. I know you're going to want to use the kit. No, too. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not definitely sharing my not. kit if, you, if your knife doesn't work I well. thought it was supposed to be a present for me. Well, if you bring your own knife, then I don't know. All bets are off? That you're know. not sharing? I might be a little insulted and uh Oh, now it's gonna be personal if I bring my own knife instead of spending money on the pumpkin carving kit. How can you have a pumpkin carving kit without a pumpkin? Well, I mean that pumpkin sold separately, but <laughs> <laughs> oh on God. the back on the That's back That's just of, wrong. It can't be a complete pumpkin carving kit if there's no pumpkin. I, I don't see the word complete in here. I just see pumpkin carving oh kit. So that's where they get you. Good call there. Uh-huh. They got you on the fine print. Right. But I, I they see definitely on the did. I see on the back of the kit it's got all these examples of things you can draw and stuff I'll never be able to come close to drawing, but it's good motivation. It's good uh, inspiration, I should say. Okay, just one more question. Could we not find the same motivation or creative inspiration by watching a YouTube video before we make our own YouTube video. Yeah, we will do that too. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is this sounds way too labor intensive for me. This kit's got like four different swordfish looking knives. I don't know what to call those, but How much is this 15 kit? 15 piece kit this one is. $4. I'm going to oh, get six of them. They're cheap. Kn- <laughs> they're t- we Why do not? we do not need 20 pumpkin carving knives. What? Oh my gosh, we're going to get fired for having knives in the building. Everyone gets a pumpkin and a knife. Okay, that's the thing. I'll trade a couple of the knives for the actual pumpkin. No? I'll bring a couple knives. You supply the pumpkin? No, no, no. I'm saying let's find a kit that sells the pumpkin. Oh, I don't know. It'd be like selling a Thanksgiving meal without the turkey. That's what they're trying to get off. Or selling the turkey carving kit without the turkey. (laughs) Which I think they do. I'll search for a complete pumpkin carving kit. Oh, okay. The complete, as in, oh, wait. This we one need in the, the pumpkin. It glows in the dark. Now you sound like a sixth grader, maybe even younger than that. They're going to get you with their glow-in-the-dark advertising. I am telling you, I'm getting the glow-in-the-dark one. <laughs> Does that mean we're going to record a video in the dark? I think we have to now at this point. No, okay, this is becoming just... Halloween, a little spooky. The absurd. It's, it's Who gets the pumpkin when we're done with it? Who takes ownership of the pumpkin? I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. Flip a coin. All right. If it's ugly, you get it. Or we can display it in the newsroom for everyone to enjoy. No, they'll throw it out. If we no, go- they won't. They don't throw out anything here. That's well. That's true. Even balloons take about three months to get thrown out. Okay. We'll we'll just. I think it's ridiculous for you to spend money on a pumpkin carving kit when I have all these things at home. I just think it'll add to the experience. All right. Okay, so all of that on a YouTube channel. You have that to look forward to. So make sure you subscribe or. You know, don't, because I mean, who wants to watch with, us carving a pumpkin? This one comes with a nice ca- uh, travel carrying case in case you want to bring your pumpkin carving tools on the road. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, I get the lot. <laughs> what the hell? We're, it comes with a carry kit? It's very it's nice. Tr- very stylish. <laughs> oh, my oh, my gosh. I, this, the crap that you can buy these days is unbelievable. And still, none of them come with a pumpkin. No, still no pumpkin. You know what Kyrie would say? Touching the pumpkin. <laughs> Not touching the money, but touching the pumpkin. Touching the pumpkin. Uh-huh. 
perfect for Halloween. It's after it's hours. It's not about the money, baby. <laughs> it's just, you're lying. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence and producer Jay, who is insistent that we buy a pumpkin carving kit to make fools of ourselves in a YouTube video. It's already ordered. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not. <laughs> okay, this is the most I've laughed all week, and it's not even funny. <laughs> oh I get that one, too. Seriously, we are slap happy. Okay, maybe that's just me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, uh, I can't believe they don't include the pumpkin. <laughs> How are you supposed to carve anything without the pumpkin? <laughs> hey, at least you got the... Uh, Should we have two? On one pumpkin to practice on and then, like, to destroy, and then one pumpkin? What happens if we ruin it and it's all on video? Likely the case. <laughs> I mean... We'll never, we'll never regain self-respect ever. At least we'll have a really nice kit for next year. Oh, well, four or five of them. And I can bring it wherever I want. <laughs> the next trip to Mexico, you bring your pumpkin carving Everywhere kit. Everywhere now. <laughs> Wait, does the travel kit have little uh, jack-o'-lanterns on it, like decorations? Uh, they do have options, yes. They have skulls, jack-o'-lanterns, just orange, black cats. Yeah, might just get one of each. <laughs> You're a sucker for the packaging, huh? It's the season. It, okay. <laughs> this is all Jay. Like, all Jay. I refuse to be humiliated in the same vein as Jay. He's taking all of this responsibility on him. I'm just providing the pumpkin. That's all. That's it. And the, oh, and the running commentary. Well, yeah, Jay's, we'll well, Jay's carving the pumpkin. Oh, my gosh. How do we translate from pumpkins to, oh, well, this is easy. As we get closer to Halloween, we get closer to knowing the next World Series champion. Boom! Damn, I'm good at this job sometimes. I'm totally joking. There was no way to transition from carving pumpkins and pumpkin carving kits. <laughs> Although it is that time of the year, we are into the NLCS game one. Uh, four hits total, as in between the two teams. Four hits total, but two of them were pretty loud. 1-0 pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air, left field. This one's got a chance. Profar going back to the track, at the wall. He jumps, he's out of room, it's gone! And Bryce Harper has homered to left field. And the Phillies have a one to nothing lead. Just a towering fly ball to straightaway left. And it had just enough legs to get over the wall, and the Phillies lead it one nothing. He's got three infielders on the right side as Darvish kicks and deals. Swung on his hit. Hit. Wow. Deep to right field. Titanic shot into the second deck. Wow. The Phillies take a 2-0 lead. Kyle Schwarber signals to the bullpen as he gets to second base. That was as long a home run as you're going to see here at Petco Park. Yeah, I haven't seen a ball hit like that in a long time. Uh, I mean, or if ever. I mean, he uh, that was pretty incredible. I mean, that was, <laughs> it was fun to watch. Bryce Harper was in awe of Kyle Schwarber's 488-foot home run. In fact, there is a meme out there all over social media now of Bryce Harper with his mouth wide open and people guessing what he was gaping at. Uh, well, it was Kyle Schwarber's ball that was tattooed 488 feet. The n never has a ball gone to this part of Petco Park before. Uh, right upper, I guess center right field, right field. I don't even know what I'm talking about now. I'm stuck on pumpkins. Uh, <laughs> right center field uh, to the upper deck. And there are all kinds of numbers and metrics that make it one of the loudest and longest and 
fastest home runs ever in the postseason. Scott Fransky on Phillies radio. I did hear, and I don't know if this is the cut that we have because Jay just told me that we have Kyle Schwarber, but I did uh, hear someone ask him, what's it like to hit a 488 foot home run? And his response was, or what does it feel like? And he said, it doesn't feel like anything. <laughs> Still a big deal. Obviously facing a good team, good pitcher. And, uh, you know, we, we have to put runs up and, Wheels was doing great tonight, uh, so you know just to be able to put up a couple runs there was enough, and uh, you know it, it felt good. That was really cool, and uh, you know heck, I, I would have took it if it went in the first row. So um, yeah, you know home runs a home run, put up a point on the board, and great one. I'm always down, you know, down the stairs, uh, kind of out of the noise and all that, just so I can you know keep my head. But um, you know, everybody heard everybody sort of. You know, take off. So I ran up the stairs and I saw it land, and <laughs> that was pretty crazy. I've never even seen that done in uh, batting practice or anything. <laughs> Zach Wheeler, who was in awe of Kyle Schwarber, but Zach Wheeler, he was pretty impressive uh, himself. The way that he mowed through that Padres lineup, allowing just one hit, in fact, only two base runners for the Padres into the ninth inning. They actually had two more in the ninth inning, but in terms of runners in scoring position or real threats, there weren't any uh, by San Diego because Zach Wheeler and then Sir Anthony, what is his last name? I forgot his last name. Uh, they had two relievers. Jose Alvarado was the closer uh, in this game. And they were able to just limit the Padres to one hit and really no major threats. And so the fact that you got three guys, Wheeler, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jose Alvarado, who only need 109 pitches, 109 pitches to get through the entire game is masterful and efficient. Uh, 11 total strikeouts, just the one hit. And so to to watch the pitching performance alone. Now, you Darvish was fantastic himself. He allowed just the two home runs, uh, and they were both solo shots, but only three runs total by the Phillies, all of them off you Darvish. So both starters and bullpens did their job, but Harper and Schwarber, who'd been in a mini slump, uh, for the last 20 at-bats. It was a huge deal. Yeah, it, it all goes hand-in-hand. Hand. The Phillies right now have everything working. Zach's performance was outstanding. I mean, through 24 pitches in the first inning and then sell right in, got a lot of first pitch outs. Um, Two-seamer was <laughs> really good. Uh, all his pitches were good, secondary pitches. And, um, you know, gave us seven quality innings and can't say can't say more about it. Went out there, threw, threw ahead of a game. Um, couldn't string any uh, runners together, and that's a couple guys on base. So He was throwing strikes. He was pounding the zone. I mean, through, uh, you know, he, was, he was attacking the zone. Um, you know, we just hit the ball, couldn't find the gap, um, hit a couple hard-hit balls, just right at guys. So, um, but he was just attacking the zone. Manny Machado admits they had a tough time with Zach Wheeler, though according to Bob Melvin, they just want to get right back on the field. Doesn't matter that it's not even 24 hours. Let's go. Let's try to make up for that game one loss. Good. Let's get out there as soon as we can. I mean, we, you know, offensively, we, we mounted a little something there in the ninth. We always feel good when, you know, we have a chance to win in the ninth inning. Didn't happen. But uh, when you, you know, it leaves kind of a bad taste in your mouth, so you want to get out there as quickly as you can. They don't need a message. They know we need to come out and take one of the, well, at least one of these at home. Tomorrow's a big game for us. So, I mean, I know it's a seven-game series, but 
you know, when you start out at home, you like to try to win that first one. If it doesn't happen, you certainly feel like a little bit more importance on the second game. So we need to come out and swing the bats a little better. It doesn't get much easier. You know, their guy tomorrow is pretty good too, but we need to, to be better with our bats. I'm excited if this is the kind of pitching we're going to get throughout the course of the series. Now, Blake Snell has been kind of feast or famine. Um, you just We saw him pitch extremely well uh, against the Dodgers, but not so against the Mets going back to the wild card series. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, but the Aaron Nola has been spectacular the last, what, three, four starts maybe, even going back to the end of the regular season when they were trying to clinch that postseason berth. And I think it's amazing. I don't know how this happens in sports, but such a strange dichotomy between the National League and the American League. And we'll get to game five between Guardians and Yankees. But the Phillies and Padres were the last two teams to get into the playoffs. Last two teams. And yet, here they are, still alive in the NLCS. In the American League, it was the two big dogs. Now, the the Astros got through a lot quicker than the Yankees, both weather and the Guardians being part of the equation. But it's the two teams that really dominated the league the entire season. But the total opposite in the National League. And the stories that you get from these four remaining franchises. We're down to the final four for one World Series, which will, in fact, happen after Halloween and after all of you have carved your pumpkins. Jay, you're ready for this? We are, of course, going to get a ton of suggestions. Steve just found us on Twitter, A-Law Radio. Get a pumpkin carving book. Gives you knives. He says scrappers. I think he means scrapers. And pokers. And pictures to carve. You'll make something amazing. Oh, Steve, don't encourage Jay. A pumpkin carving book. Now, I have a cake decorating book. I have many baking books. I do not have a pumpkin car. I have a pumpkin cookbook. Ooh, can we take the guts out of the pumpkin and use it to cook something? We can. I How do you get the seeds out? You got to use the scraper. That comes in the kit. Or the Don't book. encourage him, Steve. <laughs> See, we need these things. Oh, people are sending me the photos of their pumpkins being carved. You're right. There's a candle inside. I'm a little bit worried about us setting off the smoke alarms in the kitchen when we do this. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yes, it'll be so much fun. In fact, nobody's here at night except for us, so nobody's going to know. No. no. We're totally good. The bosses will have no idea until they walk into the kitchen the next morning and there's pumpkin guts everywhere. And they're scared by our design because it'll be spooky. <laughs> I cannot believe how excited you are about this. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the kit really got me into it. Oh, the kit did it. That's it. The black cats. I'm going with the black cats. We need to carve a black cat. I I could do that. Maybe. Yeah, right. Only after practicing for years, maybe. (laughs) I'm go buy some pumpkins on the way home. Get some practicing. (laughs) I have mini pumpkins. Can we use the mini ones? Probably not. Mm, Yeah, maybe like medium ones. I don't want the huge ones might be a little much to do in here, but. The little ones might be a little too small. Oh, we're going to make a huge mess. Not enough enough canvas. In the CBS Sports Radio kitchen, we're going to make a huge mess. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Runners lead first and second with one man out. And the 2-0. Swung on and entered the air to right center and deep. That ball is gone. Oh my. It is a Stantonian home run. A three-run blast into the right center field seats. Giancarlo. Non si può scopalo. Now the Yankees in this ultimate game take a very quick 3-0 lead. 1-0 coming to judge. And the bit swung on. Hit in the air to deep right. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. It is a judging blast. That beautiful inside-out swing, drilling it in the right center field seats. Aaron Judge. And everyone rise. Here comes the judge. What? He homers and the Yankees take a 4-0 lead. Getting you to the good half of your week. It's the Hump Show on After Hours. Why did he change his call from all rise to everyone rise? I'm a little confused. Is this a politically correct thing? Is all no longer politically correct? <laughs> I'm a joke. It wouldn't surprise me. John Sterling on Yankees radio and similar uh, to what we saw with the Phillies and the Padres. It was the home runs who did the majority that did the majority of the damage for the Yankees against the Guardians in game five in the Bronx. Uh, By now, I'm sure you've seen all the babies that were rocking as a I would say a bit of a taunt from the Yankees to Josh Naylor. Of course, he started it with his rocking the baby after uh, getting to Garrett Cole. So, you know, it's what's good for the goose is good for the gander. No, no. What goes around comes around, I suppose, would be the right cliche to use there. And the fans were definitely getting into it, as was Glaber Torres following the last out. He made sure that he rocked the baby. Although, my God, if that's how Glaber Torres rocks a baby, he should never hold a baby. I feel like a little bit revenge, I guess. What he do during um, on the Cleveland series. I mean, it was a little bit disrespect, but uh, it's nothing personal. It's just part of the game, and I think it's our opportunity to, to enjoy. 
He did say revenge. I did hear that from Glaber Torres. So, yes, be careful what it is that you throw out there. Uh, Steph Curry said a few years ago, if you shimmy, you have to be you have to be ready to be shimmied on. Or if you shimmy, you have to know you can be shimmied on. If you can shimmy on somebody else, oh. you've got to be all right getting shimmied on. But, sorry, I, didn't, I was paraphrasing. But that's kind of the same idea is, hey, if you're going to go out there and, and – taunt yourself you better be ready when other athletes and fans throw it back in your face and taunt you if you don't win or beat them every single time so yes Glaber Torres was the one who is violently rocking the baby there's it's a lot of babies that would have headaches after the, the way that the fans and the Yankees were rocking them it's after hours with Amy Lawrence CBS Sports Radio with Nestor Cortez he got the start and he told Yankees flagship WFAN that he was really excited and actually just went the five innings but did the trick. I felt, felt confident. Uh, I prepared myself this whole season for this moment. Um, I told Aaron Boone yesterday I was ready to go if we, if we were going yesterday and uh, we got rained out. He told me I had the ball today so I was excited. They're a really good team. They're tough to score against. They pitch really well. They catch the ball. They put so much pressure on you. We hit some big. We hit the ball out of the ballpark which was, which was big for us and obviously played a big role in it today. It was a you know, as competitive a series as you can have, you know, going five games, a little bit of back and forth. They pulled one out late on us. I don't know what necessarily the difference was, but it was a it was a hard fought close series. They're hurting right now because they care and they worked unbelievably hard. But I hope as that wears off, they'll realize just how proud we are of them and how much we care about them. And I also reminded them that this needs to be a a starting place for us. This can't just be a good story this year. We need to take this and go. And because I think we have a chance to have something really special. This is, uh, this is the most special group I've ever been a part of. And I look forward to coming to the clubhouse every single day. Um, what a joy these, these young guys, the staff, really everybody are, what a joy to work with. Um, and um, it's, it's a year I'm never going to forget. Our plan was to shock the world through the whole thing, you know. We uh, went in the division was the first part, wild card round, put ourselves in position to beat the Yankees, and you know we wanted to win the World Series. But that's um, a good Yankees team. But the cool thing is now we got a bunch of dudes with with a ton of playoff experience and about the most hostile environment you can imagine. And uh, watch out for the guards next year. Similar sentiments from Terry Francona, who I miss already, and Austin Hedges, the Guardians catcher, that this experience will not be wasted. And that's the idea, right? Youngest team in Major League Baseball weren't necessarily expected to be in this position, but you soak it all in, and now you can use that moving forward. Um, a lot of fun, and certainly got Cleveland baseball fans really excited uh, this year with what they were able to do. And so uh, the Yankees move on to take on the Astros. Uh, it's a team that they are familiar with. Obviously, they have run into them multiple times. The Astros are into their sixth, and, and by that I mean the playoffs. The Astros are into their sixth consecutive ALCS, which has never been done before. And weirdly enough, I talked about it last week with Steve Sparks, who's their radio analyst as well as a former big league pitcher himself. They have flown under the radar. I don't remember the last time the Houston Astros were a, a topic of conversation outside of uh, the playoffs and the, the sweep of the Mariners. But for the most part, they've been doing their thing all season long without a lot of fanfare and a lot of attention. Maybe because Aaron Judge and his home run chase and what was happening with Albert Pujols and some of the other storylines and teams that were more surprising. 
the Astros have firmly been in control and have the best record in the American League now and, and aren't getting nearly as much attention. Can the Yankees this time break through? They don't have a whole lot of, of uh, time to turn around and get ready. They had to get on a plane right away, which is why the audio we have for the most part comes from inside the clubhouse and uh, Yes Network. But here's Aaron Judge about getting back to the Final Four. Extremely proud. This is a great group of guys that continue to show up every single night. You know, no matter what the outcome is, no matter what our backs are up against the wall or we're leading the series, these guys continue to show out you know, every single day. So on to the ALCS. Last four teams standing. Phillies already have the 1-0 lead in the NLCS, and both those series have games on this Wednesday. So Wednesday baseball to whet your appetite. Uh, another tweet about pumpkin carving. So we'll get to that, Producer Jay, because now it's all the rage. We're getting lots of advice, which is good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, A Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. And then straight ahead, Jim Ursay breaks rank a little bit with NFL owners in talking about Daniel Snyder and Roger Goodell uh, issuing some of his. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. His comments following the first day of the owners' meetings in New York. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the power. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Top step. Feathers bouncing into the end zone. Touchdown. The people have spoken, and one score stands above the rest. Here is your TD of the week. The Buffalo Bills. Hicks, Josh, looks to throw, looks in the end zone, fires a strike into the end zone. It is caught for the touchdown. It is Dawson Knox, two yards deep in the touch in the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. An amazing strike thrown by Josh Allen to Dawson Knox for the score. 104 left on the clock. It's not easy. I mean, coming here number one against this team, uh, we've had our battles, and uh, I was real proud of the guys and the way they the way they uh, executed in the final moments of the game there. Sean McDermott, I, I guess that's Sean raving about his Buffalo Bills offense. Certainly did show up in the biggest moments after a couple of empty possessions. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, they had a few three and outs in there. Uh, I'm actually looking at my notes now for the Bills and the Chiefs. 
Yeah, after two empty possessions. That's what I wrote down. 76-yard drive by Buffalo. Four first downs. That included the Josh Allen hurdle. Now I, I can see it in my mind's eye. And the Dawson Knox TV with about a minute to go. John Murphy on Bills Radio. Your choice. About half the votes, and hundreds of you weighed in. Half the votes going to the Dawson Knox touchdown, the game winner against the Chiefs at Kansas City as our TD of the week. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Top of the hour is when we get cut off. So we're going to smush in as much as we can. You may have seen the headlines or maybe you heard the comments from Jim Ursay, owner of the Colts. think he caught a lot of his fellow owners off guard in New York on Tuesday when he spoke out publicly about the owners voting to remove Daniel Snyder as uh, the man who owns the, I hope I almost said it wrong, the commanders. I said he should, there's consideration that he should be removed. You know, we have to complete the investigation. But but to me, um, is something that I think serious consideration has to be given to the removal. And we have complete authority to do that. Of him or just or the family, period? I, I think uh, in general of, of him, uh, being removed and selling the franchise. Now, the commanders responded to Ursay with a statement and indicated that no way are the Snyders selling the franchise. They're not thinking about it. They're not going to do it. And that they really take exception to the fact that he's speaking out, uh, Ursay is, without the investigation being completed. Now, this is a separate investigation than the one that the NFL did internally a couple years ago. That was the one that resulted in the leaked emails from John Gruden. This investigation is independent. It's being conducted by a former U.S. attorney. Her name is Mary Jo White, and she's still in process. And according to Roger Goodell, not only do they not have any results at this point, but they've still got a long way to go. And so uh, to, to talk about Daniel Snyder being removed, the commissioner believes is premature. I feel that everyone deserves the opportunity to make sure that they know the facts. So speculation is not beneficial. I feel that strongly in my heart. Uh, but I also think it's the right thing to do for anybody. Uh, everyone deserves a fair opportunity. Uh, we'll see what the results of the next investigation is, and we'll go from there. So Jim Ursay went on to say that he believes that there would be enough votes for Snyder to be forced to sell the commanders, and he thinks it's just a matter of time until that vote happens. Roger Goodell was asked if Ursay's comments surprised him, and his response was no, just that, no. He did not elaborate, uh, just went back to his line about how the investigation's not complete. Other owners, though, and we don't have the audio, but other owners were quoted as saying that Ursay was, was speaking out of line, that he did not represent them. Ursay wasn't you know, speaking for all of them in saying that a vote could happen or that he thought there was merit. I'm sorry, that they thought there was merit for removing Snyder. Um, so multiple owners came out and essentially criticized Ursay for breaking ranks with them. Now, I thought this part was was fascinating and, and very revealing. Ursay was asked what bothers him the most about Dan Snyder and the investigation. Well, that's not what we stand for in the, in the National Football League. And I think owners have been painted incorrectly a lot of times. Um, by various people and under various situations and that's not what we're about you know and we do we do care a great deal for each other um, you know there's a lot of friendships in this league and closeness 
Um, and, um, you know, Bob Kraft just getting married. I talked to him and sent him a gift. And, and there's just a lot of closeness in this league. And I don't think it, some of the things I've heard, it doesn't represent us at all. Um, and, you know, I want the American public and the world to know what we're about as owners. Answer this question. What does him sending Bob Kraft a wedding gift have to do with Daniel Snyder and the accusations? It is very clear that what Jim Ursay is responding to and what bothers him the most is this ESPN report that came out last week in which reportedly Daniel Snyder was gathering dirt on the other owners and Roger Goodell almost as if to warn them, hey, if you try to oust me or try to take my franchise away, I'm taking you down with me. Now, I don't know if the ESPN report is true. There are sources that were apparently close to Daniel Snyder that indicate he said the owners all hate each other, blah, blah, blah. It's pretty clear that's what Ursay is responding to. That has nothing to do with workplace misconduct. It has nothing to do with harassment or discrimination or the types of things that were alleged by former uh, employees of the then Redskins, now commanders. The investigation the NFL did internally resulted in him serving a year suspension away from the team and he's removed from all day-to-day operations and Roger Goodell has repeatedly said they believe that that was a very stern punishment this other investigation is something completely separate so maybe it results in something different but at this point it's it seems pretty obvious that what bothers Jim Ursay is this idea that Snyder may have dirt on them and that they don't care about each other Just so you know, he sent a gift to Bob Kraft for his new marriage. Okay. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Again, Roger Goodell was asked about this other investigation with Mary Jo White. It's an ongoing investigation. Uh, That's what we talked about. There were no interim reports. Uh, We have not gotten interim reports. Uh, We did not provide any because we don't have them. Uh, When Mary Jo White is done, with her investigation. We will share that with the membership and share it publicly as we committed to before. Uh, and I was very clear with them, there's no reason for there to be any speculation uh, at this point in time or discussion until we have the facts. So one of the things Ursay said is they don't have any, indi- you know, any indication about the investigation, which way it's going. He wished they had more information. And what Goodell is saying is, well, I don't have any to give you because it's independent, so we're not privy to what's happening. He was also asked about the new civil lawsuit filed against Deshaun Watson and Deshaun's suspension, which you remember is contingent upon him following all these various um, guidelines that the league has set up for him while he's away from the team. He's followed um, uh, all of the terms of uh, the agreement. Uh, As far as any additional, we obviously will follow all of those. If there's new information, we will take that into consideration. Uh, But we'll see as time goes on. And so at this point, they're saying that Deshaun Watson is on track to return after his 11-week suspension. Um, But I I just was thinking about this on Tuesday and kind of blown away by the hypocrisy here. and, And it's not just that. It's also the world that we live in with social media where the mob mentality and piling on one story and everybody flocks to one story and one headline, sometimes not even knowing the facts. And right now, Daniel Snyder is that shiny object. I'm not telling you he didn't do what he's accused of. I'm not saying he shouldn't. 
potentially have to lose his franchise, but the idea that Deshaun Watson's been accused by all these women of harassment and of sexual misconduct, and according to the judge who was ruling in the case that, you know, predatory behavior, that he she does believe he did what he was accused of, it's like that whole... That whole thing just kind of disappeared. And when he comes back on the field, maybe it's a reminder for a week or two. But for the most part, he will have served his suspension and he's good to go with a fully guaranteed contract. But right now, we must remove Daniel Snyder as an owner. I mean, there's just the disparity between the two situations and the disparity. And a lot of that hypocrisy has been created by the owners, right? But um, just it's... Gosh, it's never applied uniformly from top to bottom, from left to right. Uh, the NFL definitely just goes the way the wind blows, right? If there's if there's criticism, if there's outrage, then they respond. If stuff becomes public, then the league responds. All right, we'll talk to you on Wednesday night. It's after our CBS Sports Radio. Boom! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.